full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Hey, and really a big shout out to everybody who stopped by and Amen. said hello yesterday. Amen. That's always fun to that's been a blast. Visit with the audience. Yeah, I know it's been about we, you know, because I mean, like I think I've said this before. Um, you never know what your audience is going to be like, or if anybody's listening, you might have five, as you like to say. I remember one time you said we were pretty much down to five people who won or who listened to our show at one point. When did I say that? You said I. I have I've receipts. I have receipts, Eric. I have receipts. Um, so yeah, a big thanks to everybody who came. That was a lot. That was a lot of fun. That was a blast. So thank you to everybody. Uh, and, and thank you to four zero eight six. Yeah, Open off some. Uh, yeah, well, and then he goodies. was returned by the uh, by the what would you call it the karma gods because he turned around and ended up winning the tickets. <laughs> On our ones right, we did it so randomly, it was ridiculous. Ah. Uh, 5242, uh, let's see here. So, if you have not got a call from Gilden Mortgage, you didn't win. Because there was two sets of yep. tickets to yep. be given away. Yep. 4086 won the uh, f- uh, front row tickets. It was the most, like, we flipped, like, we mixed them up really good, flipped them over so you couldn't see the number, and then, like, each of us got a turn. Uh, Tony Nilsson of Gil Mortgage flipped one, I flipped one, and Russell flipped one. Uh, so it was a blast. We'll do it again November 20th. We'll be back. We'll have more tickets for the Wyoming game, which will be also another big Mountain West Conference game, we expect. So, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be back in November. Look forward to that one. The week of November 20th, we'll be there. Um, look forward to seeing you all there. But, again, a big thanks to all our listeners, whether you came or not. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for being a part of the show with us. We, uh, we uh, really appreciate you being there. By the way, uh, this, this you sure text, about that? You kind of trailed off. No, there. stop it. Someone just texted me. 6211. Uh, you texted us like at 651 last night. You yeah, guys the are, Utah Jazz really were – their network issues, they were really screwed up last night. So so it was like Locke talking like on break? It wasn't there. Like their pregame wasn't there. It started at 7 and uh, – Anyway, they got some technical issues they're trying to work out. We alerted them, and they're trying to – Okay, hope they're so working it out so we don't run into that again. To, so that text had nothing to do with us, right? No, it shouldn't have. Okay. Because when I looked at it, I was like, oh, my gosh, did we – did Dow not turn off our mics? Uh, well, we wouldn't – by 6 – at that time, we wouldn't said, have been 651, around. 6.51, we're out, right? Yeah, we like, so there's around. nothing there. Yeah. Dow was gone. Okay. Uh, my guess is that had to do with the Jazz because they were, they were messed up. All right, all right. It that, was a technical issue. That, that scared me to death when I saw that text. Them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Eric, we've got a fully packed show with about 90 minutes to get, well, now less than 90 minutes to get through it and like five commercial breaks. Hey, can we lead off with some stuff that's happened already today? Hit me. Some what girls you got? soccer playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Two games to the wire. Two versus three match. Uh, well, one versus four earlier. Uh, oh. Crimson Cliffs versus Skyview. 
ends in a tie, one-one tie, goes to uh, to uh, place kicking, and uh, place kicking. Uh, Did you say pl- it goes to place kicking, huh? Yes. Tell me about place kicking in soccer, Eric. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, it, Crimson <laughs> Cliffs ends up winning that game, unfortunately. So Crimson Cliffs advances in a shootout. Is that better? Uh, they win in a shootout. They beat Skyview, unfortunately. Uh, then later in the day, it was another close game. Mountain Crest and Ridgeline, a Region 11 showdown, went into multiple overtimes, no score. And they it goes, go place kicking. Goes into a yeah. They go to PKs. Uh, it oh, went into a shootout. It's a penalty. And um, and then <laughs> I like place kicking better because you have to place it properly when well, you I kick ho- it. I like Jose Uranus better, but you you keep <laughs> correcting me on that. So, anyways, it goes to a shootout. Uh, Mountain Crest ends up winning that one. So it'll be number one versus number two in the four uh, A girls championship tomorrow. That is at 5 o'clock. Awesome. Congratulations to Ridgeline for a terrific season. Skyview, same thing. Uh, Mountain Crest, congratulations on making it to the title game. Uh, I think it's her first soccer title appearance, Eric. I'll have to check on this, but I believe... That could be their first. Mountain Crest has won a title before. No, 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 no. I'm saying like their first since... Oh. oh, Like 03, 04. There was a time when like Mountain Crest girls soccer was the cream of the crop. Yeah. I'm talking like Kim Crosby, Anna Baugh, Naomi Phillips. In 98, they won it. Um... They were loaded with that group, so yeah, uh, it's been a while. But uh, it, I think it's the first uh, title since uh, the <laughs> early two thousands. What are you laughing at? Five six six two, place kicking. Come on, Eric. Saying stuff like that is Ajay's job. Okay, <laughs> mine's situational punting. Eric's is place kicking. I like place kicking, and uh, I think that's better when than you penalty said kicking. that. And don't make it look like you did it on purpose. All right, don't make it try to say. It's oh, about I'm just trying placement. to be funny. Um, Eric, we're going to get to the second question of uh, 5662 here in just a moment. By the way, uh, 4086, if you're listening to our show, Gil Mortgage has been trying to reach you about your tickets, and they can't get a hold of you. So call Gil Mortgage, <laughs> reach out to them, and go get those tickets, or else we got to redraw, and someone else is going to get them. Ooh. Wow. So Saucy. step on it. You don't have a lot of time. The game's tomorrow. No, it's tomorrow night, and you got... Food to go eat. Uh, 5662, Eric wants to know from you, how was the atmosphere at the Utah Jazz game last night? How was it, by the way? I, I, I did want to know. Uh, atmosphere was fun. It was fun. It was a great atmosphere. But? First game, you know, there was excitement. Adam Silver showed up in the second half. Uh, the, the the Jazz organization did a really cool tribute to Derek Favors. I did see that from your phone. I that saw that. That was super cool. I mean, everybody's standing up and clapping. I was like... This is so cool. You're and probably just, crying. You're probably the old guy. Got a little misty. You know, he's waving to the crowd like he's thanking everybody. That was awesome. Um, what wasn't awesome is there's like you can't go and order food normal in a normal fashion. What do you mean? There can be like no one waiting and go up to any food vendor and they're just sitting there and you go up to order and they say, oh, "Sorry, you have to go order off the app or go to this QR code." So I pull up the app. Oh, this place is not accepting this type of order right now. You have to go somewhere else to do it. Okay. So I go over somewhere else and the same item isn't on the thing. So it was that's a joke, to be frank. Really? It's a real joke. I mean, people are standing around huddled around a QR code thing to figure out how to do the app and then we're all standing around waiting for the order. Oh. It, it's just 
that's a joke. Got too creative, huh? I mean, too first world problems, I know. But other than that, <laughs> it was a great atmosphere. <laughs> they handled the, the crowd really well, and it was fun to see this Jazz team. Fun to see a lot of that second unit and even third unit guys well, get some quality uh, minutes. Speaking of which, I've got a gripe here. that this And this has been an issue for Quinn Snyder for quite some time. When you're up by 24 in the fourth, pull your starters. Donovan Mitchell shouldn't have played in the fourth quarter. Bogey shouldn't have played in the fourth quarter. Royce O'Neal shouldn't have played in the fourth quarter. Well, the reason they, they were staying in there is because they kept having lapses on, de- on defense. Yeah, but it's down to like Oklahoma City ain't coming back to beat you. You're up by 13. And they're up by 24 with three minutes left in the fourth. Pull your guys. Why? Why are we keeping them out there? And a 24-point lead with three minutes left, get your guys out of there. Yeah, that was. I don't disagree with that. It, it's it's because I mean, dude, Rudy Gobert didn't play the last. We're, I mean, we're gonna put wear and tear on our players this early in the season. Why? Uh, it's fun to see Jared Butler getting some minutes. How? What did you think of him? Uh, I think he was just amped up. Having yeah, his first I think there's a little bit. He had a lot of looks. He just had a hard time. Had too much of the scoring. juice, yeah. the verve. He was too much of the verve. Sucking too much. But I like I like the lineup. I like the versatility. Eric Pascal is kind of like a Royce O'Neal. Um, he doesn't quite have the same finesse on no, his shot. No, uh, but defensively he didn't look bad though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, defensively the Jazz looked really good. Yeah, it was good to see them play well defensively. Jordan Clarkson looks like he hasn't missed a beat. No, Hassan Whiteside needs He's, to not foul sucks. as much. Yeah, but he sucks. No, he doesn't suck. I thought he, he was pretty good. I mean, it's one of his first possessions. He had two blocked shots. I am so grateful that. We got rid of George Niang and replaced, you know, with just guys who were going to give you quality minutes on both ends of the floor. And it was one of the better decisions we've made in a long time. I just, I just want to get that out there <laughs> right now. And, and by the way, okay. what, and you know what else is crazy? Guess who's going to replace Ben Simmons? George Niang, pretty much. I, is he going to get Ben's num- minutes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, he will. Um, ben, by the way, I don't know if anybody heard, he walked into practice, cited that he had back issues or tightness in the back, then left, didn't come back. Ah, dude, that, that whole thing's a mess. Yeah, and as we heard at the top of the hour, he, this may be dragging on for a while. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and nobody wants him. Yeah. <laughs> How funny is that? Uh, Nobody yeah. wants him. And the reason he's not playing is because he's mentally not in the right space. Well, that's for dang sure. <laughs> it's like, no kidding. I don't know if it's because he's left open for jump shots news. and he can't make them or what the deal is. Hey, really quick, before we go any further, I do got to say the NBA is doing their 75th anniversary basketball team and uh, Stockton and Malone both make it. Uh, is that – I haven't looked. Is that ranked? No. They're just – it's the 75th anniversary. We're just going to name 75 players that have been great. Yep. So yep. it's not in any particular order. No, no. It's just the it's what it's the top 75 players in NBA. Think about this, Eric. The top 75 players in NBA history have made this team. That is amazing. That Stockton and Malone are on the list. Um, they announced more of the list yesterday. Uh, in day two. Guys like Rick Barry, Larry Bird, Will Chamberlain, Clyde Drexler, Tim Duncan, uh, Kevin Garnett made it, Michael Jordan made it, James Harden made it, Chris Paul made it. I can see the Chris Paul. 
Uh, why Chris Paul? Uh, scoring and assists, and he's been competing at a very high level for a long time. Malone, Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, Jerry West, Bill Walton were all announced yesterday as well. Uh, so that was. So they just uh, do a couple at a time over the next couple of days. So uh, they did. They do like a chunk. So we have we'll see one, two, see so five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. So we'll do twenty-five. Uh, they had 25, I think, two days ago, 25 last night, and then and they'll do two more quarters of it. So, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar made it on the first day. Giannis made it, Eric, on the first day. Barkley, Bob Cousy, George Gervin, Kevin McHale. Maybe Giannis, he's... I don't like that Giannis made it. I just it. think he may be a little bit young to be put on there. Yeah, I don't like he's that he made it. He's already accomplished a great deal. What? What has he accomplished? An he's NBA multi- champion? Yeah, he's an NBA champion. He's an MVP. He's a defensive player of the year. In the same year, yeah. I mean, that, that was a fantastic year. Okay, can I just quickly play devil's advocate? There's 75 players on this list. 50 have been mentioned. Steph Curry. Okay, Steph Curry will make it. Most likely. Kevin Durant made it. He was announced yesterday, I believe. Um, who else meant to get to the modern era? Who will be putting it? LeBron James will make it, obviously. Will Carmelo Anthony. Probably. If Chris Paul's making the list, so is Carmelo Anthony. Anthony is 10th in all-time scoring. Dwayne Wade will make it. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki was announced yesterday, I believe. Dirk, Oh, the first day he was announced, I believe. So Dirk's on the list. Jason Kidd will make the list. Ray Allen's going to make that list. Paul Pierce? Uh, boy. Good player at Boston. Won a championship. Boy, I seventy fifth best of all time. Seventy guys made that list, man. Hmm. Seventy get five guys. So, anyway, what I'm trying to get to is should because there is a bunch of tweets coming out that Stockton's overrated and should not be on the list. Oh, garbage! There is a lot of hate towards Stockton. Not even Chris Paul gets that much hate. Not even Giannis got that much hate. But Stockton got it. He heard about it. That's that's. That's but really disappointing. Eric, Eric, should he be on the list? Yes. He's the all-time assist leader. He's the all-time steals leader. He went to two NBA finals. Okay. I mean. All-time. All-time in two categories. All-time. Yes, he should be on it. Reggie Miller, yes or no? Dude, he... I put him in the Paul Pierce category, though he never won a ring. Stockton never won a ring. No, but is he all-time in anything? Dude, he was the top three-point shooter for, like, until Ray Allen beat, like, finally passed him. Okay, then we should consider that. I might be be too hard on Stockton. Okay, I am too hard on Stockton. (laughs) You might? Even questioning it means that you are too hard on it. Uh, 1181. Niang was a plus 18 last night in the 117.97 win for the Philadelphia Sixers. Good for George, the Italian medallion. Uh, 5308. I call bull on James Harden, the king of horrible shots that somehow draws fouls, which is why they have the new Harden rule. I, 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 I can't disagree. I, like, Harden shouldn't be on this list yet. He is one of the most frustrating players to watch if you're not a, a fan of his. Oh, no. He can score at a very, very high level. And he's improved uh, as a distributor, too. 
5662, great question. Would Giannis have made it without his championship? Uh, that's a fair question. No. I He's think getting the ring, I think, does put him over the edge. He might be there someday, but as a young player currently in the league. Too young for me. Yeah, I think he, that's, that is young. Uh, David Robinson's already on the list. Tony Parker, he'll make it, right? Tony Parker, yeah. Manu Ginobili? Yeah, I think the San Antonio Big Three. They went to five NBA Finals. Yeah. So Okay, so guys like that, you got you, I, they, they still don't have uh, Rip Hamilton. Uh, Robert Ory will probably make that list. Big shot, Bob. Um, ben Wallace probably honestly might make that list based on his Piston years. Dennis Rodman, yes or no? As controversial as he was, I still dude. Think he was he a valuable, valuable player. He's an incredible rebound. Oh man, he was a monster and a great defensive player. Magic Johnson made the list. Allen Iverson made the list. I uh, mean, dude, it, I'm just saying the last was there 25, 50. So there's already been 50 named. There's only 25 left to be named. <laughs> there's going to be some good players left off that list. Stockton should have been one of them, maybe. No, Giannis, too young, too young. Uh, the card addict weighs I, in. I love when the card addict texts in. This is great. Stockton is underrated, not overrated. His records will never be touched. Best true point guard of all time. What does true point guard mean? I'm being serious because I really don't know what the definition is. Well, I think when people say true point guard, they're thinking of your job is to set up and run the offense. Your job isn't to score. Your job is to set up and run the offense and help other people excel at what they do. That's what John Stockton did. The point guard position has morphed. I mean, everybody has to be able to score. Everybody has to be able to penetrate or shoot outside shots. I mean, Stockton could do those things, but that wasn't his forte. That's what. That's not what he wanted to do. He wanted to set up his teammates. So, there you have that. Dude, I'm telling you, Stockton is getting... Like everyone's just livid. They don't care about Giannis making the list. It's Stockton making the list. Everyone's so angry about. It is crazy. Oh man, it's yeah. Because people say that he owes it all to Carl Malone, all the success in regards of assists and such. Give it to Carl Malone. Kobe's still not on the list yet. He'll make it. Kawhi Leonard will make it. I'm sure. Tracy McGrady will make it. Gary Payton might make it. Dwight Howard, Pete Maravich, Lenny Wilkins are not on the list yet. Jason Kidd's not on the list yet. Shaq's not on the list yet. Shaq will be. Russell Westbrook? He leads the NBA ever uh, in triple-doubles, triple man. Doubles. It's hard to leave him off. Okay, so there's only 25 spots left, and you're right. You are spot-on, dead-on right. There's going to be at least 12 players that are just going to be like, excuse me, I'm not one of the best 75 ever. Pistol Pete's probably going to get left off. Penny Hardway will get left off. That's okay. Wait, Pistol or Penny or yes? Penny. Yeah, I'm with you. Penny shouldn't be on that list. He made the Hall of Fame though, didn't he? Is Penny? I I swear I don't know if he's in the Penny hall. Penny Hardaway? I don't think he's in okay. The hall of I was gonna say I was gonna scream and then break my computer if he was. Um, Big Shot Bob will, won't he? Robert Ory. <sighs> uh, you know he's got a lot of rings. He's made some big shots. But was he the guy in those series on any of those teams? 
He was always a wingman. Well, that's true. He, he was. was always a yeah, support. That's absolutely true. Part of the supporting dude, cast. How many how many rings has Duncan have if Bob isn't on his team? Lakers, same thing, dude. Like Ori bailed out the Lakers twice in games. In the Western Conference Finals and NBA Finals. Like, it's hard to let that guy not be on that list. It's it's really, really hard. Chris Bosch. He's a Hall of Famer, but is he, is he one of the best 75 ever? Uh, probably, probably not. not. <laughs> Draymond Green is a NBA Finals MVP. He's probably not going to make that list. It is unreal. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, that's why I have a problem with Giannis. Uh, the more oh, I yeah. think about it, just, he's me. too young. 5662 says, true point guard equals distributor. The card addict. Stockton getting here because of his thoughts on the vaccine, honestly. P.S. Charles Barkley's on the record saying he hates Malone because he's got a point guard like Stockton. He says Malone isn't what he is because of stock. I don't know about that. Malone was pretty darn good, man. It didn't matter who was out on the court. Yeah, Malone, Malone came out and balled out. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we need to take a time out here in the full court press. Still a lot to get through. We've got some uh, – we already talked a little bit about some 4A playoffs. We've got more things to discuss. The RPI, final RPI is out for volleyball. and let you know about uh, where the locals ended up in those uh, rankings. Um, baseball last night. But we had some really exciting games early in these series, and now they've become that's kind great. Of boring. Good, good. No, they're not boring for me. They're blowouts. No, I, that's good. We need one more blowout. <laughs> one more. Come on. Well, this is the position they were in a year ago. And Shut how did that go? up, dude. What is your problem? <laughs> if you text me ever again <laughs> about a result that I don't want to know about. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain West Media Days continue today. Ryan Odom and Justin Bean address the media as uh, basketball getting ready to tip off throughout the Mountain West Conference. We'll hear from them coming up next here on the Full Court Press. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Building, remodeling, Daryl's has the wall oven for you. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We have a great selection of single and double Whirlpool wall ovens in stock right now. Whirlpool wall ovens help you manage mealtime for the whole family. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. It's a primetime showdown from the Big Ten East as the fifth-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes head to Bloomington to take on the Indiana Hoosiers. Hi, this is T.J. Reeves. Join Tiki Barber and me for all the action as C.J. Stroud and the Buckeyes look for a fifth straight win. But Stephen Carr and the Hoosiers have upset on their minds. If it's college football, it's right here. Saturday afternoon, beginning at 5 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is Ryan at My Mattress. Look, I admit, in the past, we've been a little bit hard on Lewiston for not buying mattresses. All that has changed now. Lewiston has practically written in Telebed into their city bylaws. This makes us feel like celebrating. Hooray for Lewiston. You're finally sleeping better, Lewiston. 
We thought that you were all insomniacs. Now we can relax. Good job, Lewiston. I got to tell you, though, I am concerned about Menden. My mattress by the new Walmart. It's the Heritage Sale going on now at Al's Sporting Goods. Al's has 100 years of getting you ready for the perfect hunt. Select Bulldog Rifle and Shotgun Gun Cases, $9. Vanguard SVOD Tripod, only $49. That's 50% off. Terramar Camo Shirts, $4.99. Regular price, $29. Vortex Blaze Orange Hat and Vest Combo, $19.99. Hunting, camping, fishing, bow hunting, all on sale. No one beats Al's Heritage Sale going on now. Al's Sporting Goods, every sport every season. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, Aj Salveson here on the Full Court Press. I like place kicking in soccer. Okay, It'll be my term, dude. You just can't, Eric. I don't want to ever hear about Jose Uranus ever again. <laughs> uh, hey, Utah State men's basketball participated in Mountain West Conference media days today. Ryan Odom, Justin Bean, Aggies picked fifth. In the uh, preseason poll, no Utah State uh, player included in the preseason team, which really does not make sense. That uh, you and John Russell went through that pretty well last night. It's but, annoying. But w- what what jumped out at you from their media availability today? Uh, from the Aggies? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it. they've got some talent on that team. Like, guys, from what I've been told and what I'm hearing over around the hill, that kid, that Z kid, is going to be really, really good. Like, jaw drop kind of stuff. You're going to see him be able to shoot well, be a great playmaker. If he builds his body well, he's, he's a little scrawny. If he builds his body well, he could be one of the better better players in recent memory at Utah State. One of them. He's that good. Uh, but I believe Odin uh, talked about a couple of things. Uh uh, one of them is, is interesting because when you look at the offense, there's no Sam Merrill and there's no Namiya Keta. So then who do you go to? And if it's Justin Bean, well, then how do you build an offense around Justin Bean? Because the guy can't shoot from the outside. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that we'll run stuff for Justin. I mean, Justin has, has earned the right, you know, to have the ball in key times and key situations. Um but when you run plays for certain players, it's it, they have a responsibility to do what's right for the team. And so that's all we coach Justin and his teammates on is, is making the right play, you know, not only for themselves, but more importantly for our team and trying to focus on getting the best shot that we can for Utah State. And so sometimes that's him in a situation where he's ISOed and, you know, he's he's got the ball and he's, he's got to make the decision, you know, at that point for us. And he's going to be in plenty of those situations you know for us he's earned that right um you know he's expanded his game he's worked hard in his jump shot you know this this summer and off season 
and uh, he's shooting the ball really well right now. But he's going to be – he understands who he is as a basketball player too and what his strengths are. And I think that's one of the cool things, having self-awareness and, and knowing kind of what makes you a great player and while continuing to add to your game. And so, you know, he's going to continue to chase down rebounds and have, play with the high motor that he always has and be the defender that we need him to be. Um, but, you know, Justin's about winning. And, you know, his teammates are about that too. And so that's, that's his primary focus, you know, for this, this upcoming season is how are we going to win games and, and what is it going to take in order to do that? And we understand it's going to be, be challenging. And I, that makes sense to me. Justin Bean is not the type of guy, at least in his career to this point, where there are a lot of plays that the Aggies have run for him. He is at his best when he is batting cleanup, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he's there for the putbacks. He's there. I, mean, I think there are I mean, there are some set plays he can run. I, don't get me wrong. I, there are some things that he can do and that he is effective at if you run a set for him. But I don't know that Utah State can hang their hat on Justin Bean being the offensive power that they go to on most every possession. Here's the good news about it. They got Ryland Jones. They got Steven Ashworth. They will have Sean Barristow down the line. Uh, they, they've they got scores on their team. And Justin, like I like what you said, batting cleanup. He's your fourth guy, but he's still going to make plays. And you can build an offense where you can create for other guys and Justin can still find a way to be productive and be a scorer. Um, I... Uh, Justin can do so many things and do him so doggone well. I know when we talked to him in the offseason, he talked about spending a lot of time in the gym working on an outside shot. Yeah. Working on his form and trying to be more consistent. If if he if that does translate and that does improve to a point where they do run sets for him out there. Paul, watch out. Man, that's going to be oh, awesome. Man. And then you got Horvath down uh, that uh, who can bring the ball up court. Yeah, and he's has a some perimeter ball handling score skills, too. Who can shoot from the outside. So, uh, yeah, if you if you pull Horvath out and the opposing team's big man has to go and contend with him, that leaves Bean with a little more room to work down in the post. Yeah, I, I think Bean will be fine. I, I do. And, and really, him and Horvath on the defensive end is going to be what's such a menace for teams. Not so much their offense, but their defense, and that's going to help them a lot. Uh, Ryan Odom talked a little bit more specifically about uh, Justin Bean and what he has meant to his this team and what he sees out of uh, his probably one of the most experienced players on his team. Yeah, yeah, no question. I mean, Justin's been amazing uh, since my arrival here. I, I remember our first meeting, just chatting with him and just you know getting a sense of of what Utah State has meant to him. And uh, you know, I know he he probably he didn't not that he didn't care who the coach was going to be, but I know this place means the world to him and his family and uh, Utah state's been good to, to Justin Bean and Justin Bean obviously has been really good to Utah state. And we're really fortunate to have the opportunity to coach him. Uh, he's a great player. You know, obviously everybody talks about his ability to, to, to rebound the basketball and his overall motor, uh, but he's expanded his game. You know, he's a guy that we're going to count on to, to score the basketball for us and be a leader for our team. And uh, he's certainly showing that so far early this season. And I know he's eager for the challenge of the tough Mountain West and, and just being competitive. Certainly he's the focus, but there are a lot of guys. There's going to be a lot back. of players we're going to stand out. There's a lot of new, new faces, no yeah. question. But 
it's this is a talented group with a lot of different skill sets. So with that, you know, we talk about Justin Bean, Justin Bean, Justin Bean, and Ryland Jones, right? But really, there's other players on this team that, like you said, will be able to play well and might surprise us. In fact, Coach Odom talks about that just on if there are any players that have surprised him so far through camp leading up to the season. Wow. I mean, we're, I'm new to all of them. So, I mean, it's hard to pick one. I mean, all of these guys have really impressed me so far. Um, you know, Brock initially, you know, wasn't healthy to practice in April when I first got here. And then, you know, we kind of eased him back into it over the summer and did a lot of rehab. And and now he's full speed and healthy. And he's been, been that way since we got back to school. And so, you know, it's been fun for me to see him out there and just his leadership ability. Um, you know, the guys really listen to him. Um, you know, he's very competitive. Um, whether it's in, you know, a five on five drill in practice or, or whatever, um, he wants to win. And, uh, it's been fun for me to see, see him, you know, in those, in those moments. Um, you know, we brought two guys out here from UMBC. So they're obviously, I'm very familiar with them. It's been fun for me to watch them interact with, you know, our players here. And, uh, that's been really helpful for us, uh, in terms of the learning curve, because uh, they've been around our program and understand kind of how we do things. Um, they're both good players. Ryland Jones is back home now, you know, in, in Logan. And, uh, you know, is a special player. Um, you know, he really has is a high IQ player. He's a point guard. He's a coach's player. Um, you know, a guy that, that uh, is a coach on the floor for us, um, but at the same time is, is really competitive. Stephen Ashworth, you know, has moxie. Um, you know, he's, he, he's a, a believer first and foremost in himself, uh, but also in our team and, uh, is about as positive a guy as there, there, there is. Um, and so he's, he's been fun to coach. Um, I would say Musa Meal, you know, we call him Z here. Uh, you know, he surprised us. He didn't get here until August and we weren't quite sure, you know, how he would, you know, interact and, and be able to assert himself. Um, and I think he's done really, really well. Um, you know, he's taller than I expected. He's athletic. Um, you know, he's a good basketball player and I think he's got a really bright future. We'll see how it, it works for him this year, but, um, you know, I've been really impressed with him. Uh, but there are more guys than that, you know, that, that I've been impressed with, but you know, I'll, I'll kind of, I'll stop at that point. <laughs> Dude, he he really wanted to go down the whole. He was going to go list. through everybody. The problem is, like, like so, there was a line of like fourteen deep, wanted to ask coach a question. They had to cut it off. So he he went down the list, and we we're like, oh, crap, we're running out of time. But you know, speaking of surprises, and, and and Bean actually gets to this too of of who surprised him the most. And again, there's a familiar name that comes up in Bean's answer. I can't say great enough things about about each guy, each player on the team. Um, obviously there's, there's some returners coming back this year that will provide a lot of great depth for us. Um, but as far as ones that fans haven't seen yet, um, again, coach mentioned it, but we call him Z and he, he's a, a freshman, but he, he plays the game, you know, at a high level and a very mature level for his age. And so he sees the game, uh, very well. And it, it's kind of slowing down for him in the last couple months. He's seeing things a lot better and he's making the right plays and, uh, he's just one that has a, a really good charisma and personality about him that fans will love. And also he's just really gifted on the floor. He's always in the gym getting up extra shots. And so I think Aggie fans will, will love to see what Z has to bring to the table. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> watch for him. <laughs> is that impressive? And again, everyone I talk up, you know, and talk to on the team, it's the same guy they bring up just constantly over and over again. Is is this freshman kid? I'm looking forward to see how good he really is. This this could be good. Uh, I want to get to. Uh, we should have played this a little bit earlier, but when we were talking from uh, hearing from Coach Odom about using Justin Bean in the offense and if he will be a focal point or not. Yeah. Uh, Justin Bean got pretty much the same question and about how he feels like his role will be in the USU offense this year. Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. And obviously my, my goal and my mindset, you know, every, every year is to, to be the best I can be. And so obviously being fortunate enough to be on a couple championship teams in the past has been great. Um, but, but like coach said, you know, we're all focused on, on our task here this year. And for me personally, that means staying on top of everything and making sure I can be that leader that the guys look to in practice and um, just in everything we do. And so I had a, a really good off season this summer, worked really hard and it definitely has been, been the hardest off season uh, for me personally in my basketball career. And so I'm really excited to, to put everything to the test and to, um, yeah, put all that on the line. So I, I have had a great summer and it's been good just to develop and, and increase, you know, my skills in a lot of those areas and offensively, especially. So, but like coach said, you know, I just, I just want to win games. I want to be back at the top of the mountain West because that's where I feel like we can be. And so whatever it takes to do that, I'm going to do that. So. So there's Justin Bean getting involved in the offense. It's going to be interesting to see how that looks. Hey, a, a couple of interesting questions came out. I want to get the two of them. Uh, first of all, uh, it's pretty cool. Like when you hear Ryan Odom, or at least anybody in the East Coast, you think UMBC and uh, Mr. Odom, his dad, who coached at Wake Forest, and he coached Chris, uh, Tim Duncan and Chris Paul. And so, uh, as a young coach now in his third school, uh, he answered the question. He was asked about what advice he got from his dad, and it's actually pretty cool to listen to his answer. Yeah, he just he wanted to make sure that I tried to negotiate earlier game times, you know, so uh, he could he didn't have to stay up so late out east to watch our games. No, in all seriousness, he uh, you know he he did it several times. This is my third uh, time switching jobs and and going to a new home. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing you have to do uh, initially when you first take over a job is is to get to know your own program and get to know the players within the program, uh, what are their strengths? Uh, you know, where are some areas that, that you need to really attack, um, from a roster management standpoint, um, in order to, to kind of make the pieces fit. And, you know, the evaluation process begins right away when you first get there, but at the same time, you don't want your players to feel like they are being evaluated. So there's a balance there. You want them to, to feel like, you know, there is a level of trust there and that takes time to build, and uh, so we just spent time with our guys initially right away, um, you know, whether it's an individual meeting, going to lunch with with uh, one of your guys or just, uh, you know, spending time obviously on the court as well. All of those opportunities, you know, help you begin to develop a level of trust that you're going to need going forward. And, you know, for us, you know, entering a new conference, we understand that you know, this conference is, is uh, as well respected as there is in the country. And we understand, you know, what a, what a challenge it is to compete night in and night out in the Mountain West. 
And, uh, you know, we're excited as a staff to be a part of that. Obviously, Justin and, and some of his teammates have experienced how competitive it is. And, you know, they've also won championships. You know, Justin has been a part of championship teams uh, and Brock Miller, you know, as well. So, you know, that's that's an exciting you know thing as a coach, you know, to walk into. Um, you know, generally speaking, you walk into a situation when you're a new coach, you know, uh, where it's a rebuilding situation a lot of times, um, or they haven't had the success that, that everybody, you know, had, had desired. This situation is a lot different. You know, we're walking into a situation where uh, the last three years have been uh, tremendous, you know, for Utah State and the players and coaches that, that were here. And so we're excited about joining that tradition and trying to continue to grow it. And uh, that's, that's the challenge that we're up for and we're excited about. So, it's and, and they are they're excited stuff. about the challenge. Yeah, let me make it clear. He's not scared of the conference. He respects it, but he isn't scared. A question from a reporter I'll leave nameless: Ask coach, are you scared to be coaching in? And he asked it based on this, Eric. Three coaches last year were let go from their respective jobs. None of them had prior experience in the Mountain West Conference. None of them did. So the question was, you and your staff have no experience at the Mountain West Conference. Are you scared to be here? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's always a learning curve. You know, no matter what challenge you take on, uh, certainly there's a learning curve. Um, you know, I, I've worked at a lot of different conferences, um, you know, during my career, um, both as an assistant coach and then also as a head coach. Um, and, you know, I think the first thing you've got to do, there's, there's – there's styles, you know, that exist within leagues. You know, some leagues are faster. Uh, some leagues are slower. Some leagues are more athletic and play older players. Um, I think this is a league where, you know, you've got to have pros on your roster, um, you know, in order to be one of the top teams in the conference. You know, I think that's, that's, that's been evident, you know, over the course of, of time within this league. I mean, it's a tremendous league, as you know. Um, there's a ton of history, you know, of, of great teams, but also great individual players that have gone on to do great things in the NBA. And, you know, I think that's certainly, you know, and, and there's different ways to, to, to you, know, uh, you know, find those guys or help those guys. You know, they're guys that, you know, come in uh, as pros. And a lot of those guys are going to, you know, the power fives where it's Kentucky or, Kansas or Duke or some of those school, those places where, you know, that before they even play a game, they're an NBA player, um, you know, in college. And uh, I think our league's a little bit different. They're developed here. And um, not to say that they're not being developed at that, at those schools, but, you know, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that Zion Williamson was going to be the number one pick before he ever played a, a college game. And I think ours is a little bit different. You know, Kawhi Leonard was developed, you know, um, you know, Paul George was developed, um, you know, Sam Merrill, uh, Nimi, obviously two guys that we're really proud of here at Utah State were developed in a lot of ways. And so, you know, I think that's that's where we've got to focus our efforts, you know, and focus on us. Um, and, you know, we worry about each opponent as they come. Uh, the great thing for us at Utah State is we don't have to play you know, every other team on one night, we have to play one team on, on any given night. And we'll focus on that particular team when it's, when it's their turn. 
And, uh, and so I'm not really afraid or, or going to spend much time worrying about, um, you know, what previous coaches have done or the success that they've had. I'm going to focus on what we're doing here at Utah State and, and, and how we operate here. Um, we're a competitive group and we're going to continue to be. Great answer. Stupid question. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. he was afraid of coming to coach the Mountain West, why would, why he, would he ever apply? Now, I get it. There's a ton of talent in the Mountain West Conference. I get it. It's loaded, Eric. Loaded. Coach Odom just went over and beat Virginia in the NCAA tournament. Oh, and by the way, they were a 16 seed playing a one seed, overall one seed, and they beat him. He ain't scared of anybody. And he's got the talent on this team to be able to hang with a good Mountain West Conference as well. We got a few texts. We'll get to those in a bit. We got to take a break, right? Yes, we do. We'll take a break, come back, get to those text messages about USU basketball, and uh, wrap it up at least the first hour of the full court press. Summer heat will soon turn to rain and snow. Is your roof prepared for another winter? RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing is a nationally recognized and approved roof rejuvenation product, saving you thousands over shingle replacement. RoofMax is a quick and affordable alternative to a complicated and expensive roof replacement, extending your shingle roof up to 15 years beyond the roof warranty. RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing can rejuvenate your roof without replacement. Google Quality Pace Roofing or call 757-9642. Ascent as Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon Blotter and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. Hi, this is Brian Webster, and I'm Garrett Tanner with Cash Valley Bank. In celebration of USU's homecoming and our post-COVID opening of our mall branch location in Logan, we're inviting you and your family to our customer appreciation event Friday, October 22nd, 1130 to 230. We'll have a La Unica food truck and lots of goodies and giveaways. We appreciate our great customers and community. Come enjoy some good food with us in front of the mall at 1320 North Main Logan on Friday, October 22nd. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC, and go Aggies. S.E. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. We offer a large selection of personalized service and extraordinary benefits with our Integrity Price Guarantee. At Match Quality, you'll find our prices to be as low or lower than any store in the state. We consistently beat any 50 to 70% off sales, internet pricing, or so-called wholesale deals. In fact, we even price our diamonds at internet pricing. So you'll get S.E. Needham quality at internet prices. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block. At the sign of the clock. It's the Heritage Sale going on now at Al's Sporting Goods. Al's has 100 years of getting you ready for the perfect hunt. Select Bulldog Rifle and Shotgun Gun Cases, $9. Vanguard SVOD Tripod, only $49. That's 50% off. Terramar Camo Shirts, $4.99. Regular price, $29. Vortex Blaze Orange Hat and Vest Combo, $19.99. Hunting, camping, fishing, bow hunting, all on sale. No one beats Al's Heritage Sale going on now. Al's Sporting Goods, every sport, Every season. It's the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The team's is great. We've got a lot of great chemistry on this team, and it's cool because, you know, obviously I've played with a lot of international players, and this year we've got about six or seven, and so it's it's been fun just to, to hear all the different accents and, and hear about all the different cultures and just 
be able to, to grow with those guys and, and battle each and every day. So each of them brings a unique um, perspective to our team. And it's been a lot of fun just to, to hang out and, and play Mario Kart in the locker room and just have fun with them. That's Justin Bean talking about uh, building some chemistry with all the transfers and the new faces on the Utah State men's basketball roster. What is it, 10 new players? Uh, six, no, seven transfers. Yeah, but overall, ten new new faces on this roster this ten. year. And wow. one of them is going to probably see a, a, a huge amount of playing time. Uh, we have our text line that's open up to you, our Gil Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Let's hit through these quickly. 8420, Justin Bean has developed into a really good college player, not a guy to build your offense around. No knock on Bean. I love him, but it, he is a good player. Let's not expect too much from him. He's not an offensive powerhouse. That's okay. I love that he is a really good college player. Yeah. I think that's exactly the best way to describe him. A hustle guy, gets a lot done. Uh, I don't know that you need to run a lot of the offense through him. I agree with that. But I think he can still thrive in the offense from what we understand with the players that are there under Coach Odom. Yeah, and, and, and Coach Odom will p- present a way for him to be successful and productive on that offensive end too, in, in his own Justin Bean way. Uh, five two four two. is anyone from our current roster going to the NBA? As of right now, no. I doubt it. Yeah. As of right now, no. Um, Z, we'll see what he forms into. 9310. Coach O is still a mystery to me. He gives all the right answers to questions, but is very mild. What does he do super well? X's and O's, development, recruiting? Yes, yes, and yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, if I may, and I hope Coach O isn't listening to this, but I'm going to tag, like, his brain is fused from his dad's brain in regards of basketball IQ. Like, he was around his dad when he was coaching Wake Forest, and they were playing against Michael Jordan, Ralph Sampson, these kind of guys in the ACC. And so he knows his dad has a <clears throat> an incredible amount of knowledge, and his dad's been able to come to a couple practices and share that knowledge with Ryan. X's and O's, guy's got it. He's a yeah, he's a brainiac. Oh, and by the way, he has normal, sometimes regular text conversations with a guy named Quinn Snyder. And it's always about like offensive defensive stuff. That would go over years and my head. Like way over our heads. Uh, in regards to recruiting, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. We don't know yet. Too early to tell. But yeah, he is mild. He's not a screamer. Like Craig Smith is a you know, you got to turn the volume down on him. And you I just got- down five cups of coffee. Let's talk basketball. Let's go. Yep. Uh, coach, uh, what did you think of Justin Bean? And then five minutes later, wait, what was your question? So, no, he's great. I love Craig Smith. But, uh, yeah, a different mood when it comes around. When I first sat down and chatted with him, it was like, wait a minute. He's not screaming at me. It's genuine. And so was Craig. But, like, Ryan is just, it's like soft and mild. And you're like, oh, dude, this is an adjustment for us. Um, four, seven, eight, one. Aggies will win the Mount West Conference Tournament, but will also finish with two to three more wins than the next team. I think your top four? Top half of the Mountain West is is loaded. Really good this year. But I don't put Boise State in that category. I'm not Uh, sold on it, man. Yeah, I think that they got the nod ahead of USU just because... Because USU lost, because and because Rice they have a head coach there? coming back. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mister, I can't get to March and win a ball game. Yeah, it's a regular season yeah. thing, not a postseason thing. Y'all, uh, another quick timeout here in the full court press. Some additional thoughts. Uh, stick around because next hour we'll get into 
our predictions and keys for Utah State football, homecoming, hosting Colorado State. Stick around for that. That's coming up. The Renegade Sports Park in Logan now has side-by-side rentals available. Plus, hard-to-find e-bikes on sale at Renegade Sports. Top-of-the-line Rambo and fancy key bikes on sale at end-of-season prices. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville has more side-by-side Terex Razors and Can-Am Mavericks than anyone in the state of Utah. Get yours today. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville. Leader follow. You decide the ride. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Bald truck tires. Yup, I'm well aware winter is coming. Have you seen my truck? Big truck with really big tires. Big tires come with a big price tag. That's why I'm headed to Express Auto and Tire. Really big tires only cost $25. Yup, really big truck tires, really little price. Only $25 per tire. Express Auto and Tire is selling every used tire in stock for only $25. Yes, snow tires. Yes, truck tires. Yes, every tire only $25. Visit Express Auto and Tire at 3200 North Main, Hyde Park. This is Jarek with Jarek's Fine Jewelry. October is our anniversary month. We've been helping couples find the perfect rings for over a decade. So to celebrate, we want to treat you to an anniversary dinner. Make it a date night on us. Come engagement ring shopping or anniversary shopping at Jarek's Fine Jewelry. We have over 3,000 rings in stock, including the newest custom designs. With no strings attached, no purchase necessary, we will buy your dinner at Sweeto Burrito. The entire month of October, come in ring shopping and Sweeto is on us. Make date night special. Make it Jarek's. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. It's a massive seafood road show at Kent's Market in Tremonton. Kent's is a silver medalist in the Best in Northern Utah contest for grocery stores, and they love to put together shows like this. The Seafood Road Show is Saturday, October 23rd from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's worth the drive to Kent's in Tremonton. They'll be showcasing the best seafood around at sale pricing. Kent's Market in Tremonton has the best produce, fresh cut meats, and a deli and bakery department that can't be beat. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, remember, if you uh, need some parts for your car, and you're not exactly sure which parts to use, the fine folks at Napa Auto Parts can help you out. they got five stores from Preston and Providence, all locally owned. Whether it's your battery, your wiper blades, your whatever, your light bulbs, they can help you out. Uh, or if it, they'll even help you install it. And if it needs more work than that, they can recommend several other places to take your vehicle to get it done right. Napa Auto Parts. And uh, they sponsor Dan Patrick, Above the Noise, coming up here in, uh, in about a minute. Uh, real quickly, the 4A RPI rankings are out. The final standings for volleyball have been released. Ridgeline number one. In the uh, 4A no volleyball standings, uh, Skyview number four, Green Canyon number seven, Mountain Crest number eight, Bear River 11, and Logan 13. Volleyball playoffs begin next week at uh, Utah Valley. And so uh, Ridgeline 
Desert Hills and Crimson Cliffs, the top three teams. They get a first-round bye, uh, but uh, the first round is is uh, next week, October 27th, and uh, that takes place the 27th and 28th down at Utah Valley. So best of luck to Region 11 yeah, Volleyball. They're going to dominate, too. Coming up next week. Uh, more about the Aggies coming up next hour. Stick around. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. You could argue toughness is one of, if not the most important trait for a football player. We know Baker Mayfield is tough, but setting him for tonight's game with his injured left shoulder against the Broncos seems like the prudent move. The expectations are high in Cleveland. Browns won a playoff game last year and hope to go even further this season. Case Keenum is a capable, experienced backup quarterback. But if you look at where this franchise wants to go, they're going to need Baker Mayfield to lead them there. Not that they need Baker Mayfield to be the next Dan Marino. They should focus on the running game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt once those two running backs get healthy. But there's going to be a drive or a play where they need Baker Mayfield to be the hero. He can't do that if he's hurt. And we don't know if the time off is actually going to help that shoulder. But for a Browns team with legit postseason aspirations, Cleveland has to do what they need to do to get Baker Mayfield healthy again. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. According to the 2021 Nielsen Report, over 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards take the Discover card. So get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Whether you're golfing or working out, my body doesn't recover like it once did. And that's why I'm so thankful for Level Select CBD. I trust Level Select because it's formulated by actual doctors using high concentrations of CBD. I apply Level 3 sports cream to wherever I'm sore and let their proprietary blend of CBD go to work. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DP30, $30 off your entire order today. $30 off LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DP30. I'm Nate Crackman. This week in the Mountain West, Fresno State dominates at Wyoming. Is the defense finally catching up to Jake Hayner's high-powered offense? We'll find out from Bulldogs head coach Kalen DeBoer. Plus, Air Force off to their best start since 2002. How far can these Falcons go? We'll ask the voice of Air Force football, Jim Arthur. It's all this week here on the Mountain West Radio Network, Thursday afternoon during the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. When you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. Need a new battery? New wiper blades? When you pull into one of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts stores, they'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, they'll even help you install it. And if you need other work done, they could even recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASC certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts. Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. The home for Skyview Sports. Sports Talk Radio. KLGN Logan. 1069 FM. 1390 AM. The Fan. We are what you need to know. Slipping and sliding Thursday night in football. Denver Broncos in Cleveland against the Browns. Both teams are badly banged up. Odell Beckham Jr. 
Proctor in pregame warmups is expected to play. He was loosening himself up. Denver's lost three straight games. Meanwhile, in Kansas City, the Chiefs, they're nursing some injuries as well. Tight end Travis Kelsey has a bad neck. He was limited in practice today. Rob Gronkowski with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the same because of his injured ribs. Miami Dolphins have a bunch of guys that are injured. That includes quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. He was limited in practice today along with wide receiver Devontae Parker and tailback Malcolm Brown. College athletics, Florida Atlantic, Charlotte, North Texas, UTSA, Rice, and UAB. I've all accepted invitations to join the American Athletic Conference. Speaking of invitations, Atlanta wants to punch their ticket to the World Series. They can do it tonight. They're up in the series against the Dodgers NLCS. 3-1, first pitch about an hour away. I'm David Gasco. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Eggies, the Jazz, the High Schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in on a Thursday. We will not have a show tomorrow. It'll be filled with high school football. Hurricane John Newbold and Rex Davis uh, will have the airwaves. Just don't call him Hurricane John Newbold. That could be a conflict because uh, Skyview hosts Hurricane uh, tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon in uh, in Smithfield. Uh, just want to pass this note along from uh, from John. He said that, uh, I know the stat that blew your mind segment already happened this week, but here's something. Hurricane has lost 22 straight road games. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, that's a problem. That's not good. So Skyview will host Hurricane tomorrow. We'll have pregame coverage at about 345 here on the fan. Kickoff at 4. Uh, Logan will be hosting. Uh, shoot, I had that in front of me and <laughs> I switched it off. There he to, is. Uh, There's Eric doing to what look he does at the volleyball best. stuff. Logan will be hosting. Oh, wrong thing. That's soccer. Are you serious, Eric? You do this all the time. By the way, in the, while you're looking for that, it's going to take you about 20 minutes, and we got to leave Cedar. at 530. Logan will host Cedar. That'll be on KVNU. 6.10 a.m., 102.1 FM. 4 o'clock kickoff there. Bear River will also be kicking off at 4 o'clock. That'll be on 104 The Ranch in Box Hill County, 104.9 The Ranch. Uh, Dixie at, uh, excuse me, Bear River at Dixie. And then Mountain Crest, that game will kick off at 6, and they will be at Crimson Cliffs. And that'll be on 107.7 KLZX. So all the games will be covered on the radio. We will have streaming video streaming options on Cash Valley Daily as well. You know, I just don't get how Dominic Wilton made that list. 4781, Boise State sucks. 8003, had a spirited conversation the other day with a self-proclaimed knowledgeable basketball individual who insisted that Coach Odom was related to Lamar. Conversation ended when I showed him a picture of both of them. (laughs) Yeah, Lamar and Odom. Lamar and Ryan cousins? Odom have no relationship of of at least that I know. At least not 
through blood. I mean, if you want me to really be stupid and ask him the question next week in a presser, I will. But I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be invited back ever again. Yeah, let's, let's not do that. That's like asking, were you afraid to Are you afraid of the Mount West Conference? West? Dude, yeah, you should have seen the, the look. <laughs> oh. Unreal. <laughs> who asks that? Wait, I told you who asked it, right? I, yes. I did? Okay. Yeah. And you're not surprised. I could tell by the tone of voice. Oh, so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Eric. We got a short hour or short half hour. We got to get through this. Colorado State, Utah State tomorrow, seven thirty on Merlin Alton Field. Colorado State's two and zero. They haven't played anybody though. Why are we so like? Oh my gosh, it's Colorado State. Oh crap! What the fetch? They played Iowa. Played them tough. Iowa's not that good. Purdue proved it. <laughs> I don't know why we're all scared about Colorado State. Who have they beaten? They beat San Jose State. They beat New Mexico. But Green Canyon is going to beat New Mexico. <laughs> We're going to be honest. Uh, yeah, New Mexico is not a good team. So, like, so we, they beat. Calm down. They beat Toledo. Yes. At Toledo. Yep. Uh, San Jose and New Mexico. Those are their three wins. Their three losses are to South Dakota State, uh, Vanderbilt. I, I just I don't guys come on and Iowa. But we're making them seem like they're LSU or something. I guess we, we could have beat LSU this year though. <laughs> well, the thing here's what concerns me: that Utah State struggles against a power run game. This is going to be more like, uh, more like the BYU game than the UNLV game, and how they attack Utah State with their offense, because they'll they will have a quarterback who can throw. Yeah, that's, UNLV that's did not true. have a quarterback who could throw. That's true. Had a running back who could run though. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, their quarterback's then, then, then. not great. He's okay, but. It's their it's their running it's their running game. They're big back in power tight, tight ends. How they use them and put everything tight and just try to overpower you at the line. Can we just get a lead in the first quarter? I just want to know what it feels like <laughs> to not have to play from behind all the time. That'd be really cool to be like, oh, so that's what it's like to have a lead in the first quarter. Is that possible? Wait, didn't we do that against UNLV? Uh, lasted for less than thirty seconds. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, because Scarver had the kickoff return, and then the very next play, the first Charles offensive Williams play, goes <laughs> seventy-five yards. Yes, <laughs> that's right. It's like, can we have something that lasts more than thirty seconds, please? Is that too much to ask? That's what. Never mind. Um. So, Eric, uh, keys to tonight's game or tomorrow's game? Sorry, keys to tomorrow's game. Here is one of mine. Uh, get a lead at halftime. Play with a lead at halftime. So you're not adjusting to be like, okay, how do we get the lead back? Or how do we get back into this game? Play with a lead at halftime. So you can keep your crowd in it. Like, we, in both the last two home games we've had, they've taken our crowd completely out of the game. Completely out. 
try to keep these guys, this crowd, into the game by getting a lead at halftime. That's something I want to see. To play with some positivity going into the locker room. Uh, that would be nice. This team has proven that it's not necessary. It's not. Well, it's not until it is. Like, BYU and Boise State are good football teams, and you guys are making Colorado State seem like a really, really good football team. So, probably ought to get the lead at halftime just in case. Because we were down to BYU and Boise State, and it got worse in the second half. Uh, South Dakota State scored 42 on Colorado State. Vanderbilt put 24 on them. Toledo puts only six. Iowa scored 24. San Jose State scored 14. New Mexico only managed seven. And I think that was on a return. I think, or on a special team. So it wasn't an offensive. Score. No, what? Well, yeah, I was gonna say. So, uh, but my point there is that offenses don't score a lot of points against Colorado State. So. I think for me, one of the keys is uh, this offense has to get up and down the field, and we have to get into the end zone because I don't know what I, I don't know what our situation is with the kicker for Utah State. I know what our situation is. We got to go for it on fourth and fifteen. Five eight seven nine. Our home record this year is not good. We're one and two. Do we even benefit from a home field advantage on this one? Colorado State just seems to be a real threat. I think the only way to we beat them is to outscore them. Um, That's I think generally that, how you win games in the end. You know, well, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Five eight seven nine throws in a text. And then you're a smart aleck about it. Well, I mean, this is why we don't get that many texts anymore. It's because of you, Eric. <laughs> All right. So here, I'm going to be the nice guy. Um, I, I'm I think. Not wrong. Oh, you, okay, Colin Coward. Okay. You happy? You done yet with jokes? <laughs> Can we go back to the show? No. Jeez. Um, I, I think they're a threat in Colorado State on the ground. I think that's where they're going to handle us. If we can put up points consistently and do it through the air and then create the ground running game from that, I think we're going to be all right. So you think if Utah State can establish a running game? No, we got to establish a passing game. Oh, sorry. Establish a passing game. Uh, five, eight, seven, nine. Yeah, but the last time we beat Colorado State, we relied on David Woodward to strip the ball and run into the end zone. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. That's That was a heck of a strip, too. That was pretty cool. Um... You don't like to call this a rivalry, but it's not. It's the third most played series. Cool. We've had a couple of games that come down to the to the very end, mm-hmm. whether it was a strip sack or a touchdown pass that was called back because somebody stepped out of bounds first. I mean, we've had some we've had some down to the wire finishes with this team. Not saying we haven't, but it's not a rivalry. <laughs> There's no rivalry here. Wyoming is more of a rivalry than this. Why would you say that? There's a trophy included. Okay, I'll give you that. It is a trophy game. It's. Well, I don't know what what what's the series on that. How I mean how. Yeah, Wyoming's more of a rivalry than whatever this is. Colorado State. But this is played more often. And plus, Colorado State's going. We've had some games. More games go to the wire with Colorado State than we have with Wyoming. So They're a former agricultural school. That makes it a rivalry. Like they they, the they played close games. 
So was UNLV a rivalry because we played close games? Or there's the, more history there. There's more history with Colorado State than there is with UNLV or Wyoming. I think there's more with Wyoming than there is with Colorado State. Even though they've played the less third games. Most played in Even their though they played less games. Okay, that's we're that's, talking it, history. Let's talk about what's coming up tomorrow. Oh, that was your fault. So don't blame me for that. <laughs> okay, Eric, defensively, what's the key for Utah State? Uh I, don't get gashed. Yeah, don't give a big running play. I'm with you on this. Limit explosives. I know we're gonna want to. The Aggies need to stop the run. They need to be mindful of their big tight end. But if the thing that's been problematic is big explosive plays, teams just flip the field in one play. So if uh, a big part of that is because they didn't have good technique at the point of attack. When they first got there and hit these hit the offensive player, they're able to bounce off of them and get ten extra yards. Yeah, well, it, it, wrap up. I mean, if they gain ten, they'll end up turning to thirty, forty yards. Keep it at ten. Keep it at eleven. What? <laughs> Just you're getting some response to your uh, tweet about Dominic Wilkins. Is it good? <laughs> no. No. Oh, fetch. <laughs> Why? Why? I'm I don't disagree with you, to be honest. Yeah, what did he do? I'm serious. Gonna tweet right back at him. I mean he was a good scorer. He was he called him the human highlight reel. Great, he could dunk. That's cool. But did he win him did he go to the NBA finals? Don no. Stockton went to the NBA finals. Was he an MVP? I don't think so. He doesn't hold any records in my book. He was a great dunker. So was... Uh, does that make him a 75th best so player overall? Dwight Howard, I guess. Or Blake Griffin. Vince Carter? Is Vince Carter one of the 75th best players? He wasn't. He probably has a better resume saw. than Dominic Wilkins. Just, I don't get it why he's on that. 6543, Eric, how was the Colorado State passing game? Good question. Let's hear from Coach Blake Anderson. Talk about their quarterback. Todd Centennial. Um, he's had some games where he's thrown for 275, close to 300. He has thrown some interceptions, but here is uh, Coach Anderson describing the Colorado State quarterback. That was- After I figure out what else is making noises on our machine. Dude, I swear, I always have to help you over there. Yeah, yeah, that uh, they they look completely different than they did week one or two. I think they're a lot of a lot of growing pains, and they're playing way more efficient ball. Obviously, being able to run the ball effectively that that takes a lot of pressure off of things, and uh, I think they do things that uh, that fit their personnel really, really well. Put you in conflict, make you make you load gaps and load the box, and then and then next thing you know, guys are out running in space and crossing the field. Uh, so I think the efficiency of their pass game has gotten better and better as the run game has gotten more and more difficult to defend. And you, we just talked about how big of a matchup problem some of their guys can be, especially the tight end. I think it all goes together really, really well. And earlier this week we heard from uh, their coach, Steve Adazio, that they kind of paired things back a little bit 
with what they're trying to ask of their players offensively. They're starting to execute it better, and they're adding more to it. They're feeling more comfortable and confident in their offensive scheme. And uh, part of that is, like Coach Anderson said, with such a dominant run game, everybody's focused on the tight end and the running back, and uh, that allows Centennial to get a little bit more time to survey the field and and, uh, air the ball out a little bit. They've got a, a wide receiver that's very much like Devin Tompkins, who's been missed, who has missed some games from injury. He's back. They expect him to be fully healthy. So they've got some targets. That passing game is there. I don't, I don't know that they're the most prolific of passing offenses that Utah State has faced, but they can sling the ball around a little bit. Yeah, they can. I, but I, I think they, they still want to remain. Just that that one dimensional team and establish a run game where they uh, they probably think it's a weakness. They're like, dude, we can run through these guys all day. They can't stop us. They can't stop UNLV. They ain't gonna stop us. And our running game is a lot more powerful than UNLV's is. And if they get put in that passing situation where they're one dimensional, then we have a then it, it could get dangerous. And they can pass the ball. UNLV yeah. couldn't throw the ball. No. That guy's wide open. No. And he couldn't get the ball to him. That was crazy. <laughs> that was nuts, man. They should have had like 24 points on the board, but they just couldn't get him the ball. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Okay. Uh, your keys. Okay. Uh, get the lead at halftime. Last key there. Um, yeah. Get the lead at halftime. Um, I need hard to say, hard to do. Limit Colorado State's rushing game to under 120 yards. Do that, and you're going to win the ball game. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah, that's. I don't know if they can do that. They certainly haven't proven they can do that yet. They can't get anywhere close to that yet. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. Um, yeah, and uh, that that oh, make a field goal. I don't know. That would help. <laughs> Special teams get points when you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, prediction. Uh, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a knockout dragout fight. I like uh, Utah State twenty eight seventeen. Wow. That doesn't sound like a knockout dragout fight. Aggies by 11? No, it, I mean, it's going to look like an 11-point win. It's going to feel like a 5-point win. You? Uh, for me, keys are, uh, like I said, limit big plays. Limit explosives. Anything 20 yards or more. Um, keep that keep that, uh, that offense in front of them. Um, I, I think they've, they've got to be able to get pressure. On Centennial and that, um, uh, and they're get some stuff behind the line, basically. Um, and then I think on the other side, offensively, if Utah State has to score touchdowns in the red zone. They can't settle for field goals. The confidence there is really shaky over these last couple of games. They have to get across the goal line. And then score prediction. Um, I think you're right with 28, but I think it's going to be closer than that. Uh, I think it would be – I'm going to go Utah State 28, Colorado State 25. 28-25. We're going to make a field goal. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) They'll have to, yes. (laughs) Uh, Utah State 
Well, Colorado State opened as a one-point favorite. They are currently a three-point favorite. Wow. That's stupid. I'd take Skittles. (laughs) Get rich on Skittles. Um, Yeah, I... I worry about the, the Utah State's ability to stop the run, but I think the Aggies can move the ball and uh, put pressure on their defense. Um, but they're going to have to – man, when they get the ball, they have to score. This Colorado State teams can, can, if they want, chew up clock and make it tough for you. Uh, all right, coming up on the Full Court Press, uh, we've got – Pick six. <laughs> we got to figure out uh, what's coming up this weekend and give you our predictions of how things might go. Love to have you play along as well. That's coming up next on the Full Court Press. My name is John Brinchley. Last year, my father, Lynn, passed away. Our family misses him tremendously. From the first phone call we made to White Pine Funeral Services until he was laid to rest, White Pine helped us every step of the way. The staff was there to guide us through the entire process. They were kind, gracious, and their facilities are amazing. White Pine helped to make the difficult situation of losing my dad into a positive experience where we could remember him and celebrate his life. White Pine Funeral Services fall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well maintained. This is Dustin with Valvoline and Snow Change in Logan across from Angie's. As the weather turns colder, your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy. We'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing? You can stay in your car while our train pros service your vehicle. Valvoline and Snow Oil Change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. Not sure what to give for a holiday gift? How about a gift card to the new and improved Beehive Pub & Grill? Receive a free gelato with a $25 gift card purchase or a free burger or sandwich of your choice with a $50 gift card purchase. Dustin McKay, owner and chef, is always improving upon an outstanding menu. Open 11 to 9 weekdays and 11 to 10 Friday and Saturday. Beehive Pub & Grill is perfect for the holidays. It's a massive seafood road show at Kent's Market in Tremonton. Kent's is a silver medalist in the Best of Northern Utah contest for grocery stores, and they love to put together shows like this. The Seafood Road Show is Saturday, October 23rd from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's worth the drive to Kent's in Tremonton. They'll be showcasing the best seafood around at sale pricing. Kent's Market in Tremonton has the best produce, fresh cut meats, and a deli and bakery department that can't be beat. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. S.E. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. We offer a large selection of personalized service and extraordinary benefits with our Integrity Price Guarantee. At Match Quality, you'll find our prices to be as low or lower than any store in the state. We consistently beat any 50 to 70% off sales, internet pricing, or so-called wholesale deals. In fact, we even price our diamonds at internet pricing. So you'll get S.E. Needham quality at internet prices. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers. Middle of the block at the sign of the clock.
Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and not Jay Salveson. So stupid. Here on the full court press. Four current Lakers are on the all NBA top 75 players of all time. Four current players. Yeah, on one yeah, team. yeah. Like, like rephrase that again. Like, like, say that again. Four current Lakers are on this team. Now, West. 75 best of all time. Yeah, okay. Like, just let that marinate in your head for just a second. It's horrible. So bad. That's so bad. Yeah, the final. Uh, Anthony Davis, group. what has he done? He's an NBA champ. Thank you, LeBron James. Yeah, that that one is a little. Uh, Russell Westbrook, I get. Carmelo Anthony, I get. LeBron James, I definitely get. Anthony Davis? It's a great player. He's like Giannis. I think he's too young. He's too much. He doesn't have enough time in the league. Oh my gosh! I'm so sick. I hate this website. You're victims of the moment. Whoever put this together. Hmm. Oh my gosh! Texas linebackers Jake Ellinger passed away. Oh jeez. Uh, five three three eight texts in on the Guild Mortgage text line for entertainment purposes only. Always bet on the home dog. Hey, I like it. Uh, speaking of entertainment purposes only, let's get naughty. I bet you twenty bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. It's the full court press pick six. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. All right, uh, since I won last week, I'm going to defer and force AJ to go first. All right, Eric, we got a crappy football game on Sunday. Jets and Patriots. Which quarterback has more turnovers, Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? They both suck right now, so it's not a gimme. Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? Yep. Who has more turnovers? Yep, it's going to be pretty close, too. I'll bet you money on that. Uh, I'm going to go Wilson. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Zach, too. Uh, Packers are playing the Washington football team. Packers favored by 7.5 over under. Packers. Sorry, over who? 7.5 over the Washington football team. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I'll take the over. That was a horrible line. That's, that's a bad line. Um, And then finally, San Diego State and Air Force. Air Force rushing yards, 225 and a half, over under. Air Force rushing yards? Yep. How many? 225. Straight up. Straight up. Sorry, no, no, 225 and a half, sorry. And a half, okay. Yep, I lied to you. Sorry, man. Uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. 
What are you doing? We're just copying Nothing. each other. I, I'm t- no, I was just. I, it doesn't hey, really help this game. I asked work you the question. Well. I'm not going to. We I, all answer I've the same thing. I've lost things. two in a row. I don't want to pay you something else. So we tie because we say you have the same answers we have a every tiebreaker. time. <laughs> don't get snotty while. Okay, we're running out of time. Quickly. Uh, USU tackles for loss against Colorado State. Four and a half. Uh, over. I'm going to take the under. Okay, Rudy Gobert rebounds at Sacramento. Twelve and a half. Under. I'm going to take the over. And then Pittsburgh and Clemson. Pittsburgh by three and a half. Take the over or the under? Uh, Under. Pittsburgh, you're taking the under. All right. I will take the over. This week in the Mountain West, coming up next here in the Full Court Press.